Water, as we know, is absolutely vital for life. About 60% of the human body is made up of water. The brain and the heart are composed of 73% water. The lungs, 83% water. The skin, 64%. Muscles and kidneys are 79% water. And even bones, bones even have water, 31%. People can survive for weeks on end with little to no food, but only for three days without water. Three days is such a very short time span, but this underpins just how crucial water is to our survival. The discussion about how much water we need on a day-to-day basis is a tricky one. Surprisingly, little research has been done on the effects of water, or lack thereof, primarily because there is little to no money to be made out of it. Sadly, pharmaceutical companies need a financial incentive to deploy their scientists. So how much water do we really need on a day-to-day basis? And what are the signs or symptoms that we can look out for that tell us that we need to increase our water intake? Hey there, Matthew Norrie here, the host of the Happy Habit podcast. We talk health and well-being every Monday and Thursday. If you find some value in what you hear, please consider subscribing. It was U.S. nutritionist Dr. Frederick Stair who first said all the way back in 1974 that we should be looking to drink up to eight glasses of water or two litres per day. This figure has persisted to this very day, but it really is not a hard and fast figure in that no one size fits all. Your water requirements depend on a multitude of different things. Everything from your sex, age, size, level of activity, your general health, whether you're breastfeeding, what clothes you're wearing, the ambient temperature, the time of year it is, the time of day, the composition of your food, and the list goes on. Water carries nutrients and waste around our bodies. It helps to regulate our body temperature. It provides lubrication for our joints. At the cellular level, it plays a central role in the fundamental chemical reactions that take place there. When you think about it, while all this is going on inside the body, we are also losing water the entire time, through sweating, when we go to the toilet, and even when we breathe. The body's ability to regulate its levels of water are very complex. We do know the brain detects initially when you're losing water and prompts you to become thirsty. At the same time, the brain releases a hormone called ADH, antidiuretic hormone, which does exactly what it says. It prevents the loss of water from the body by telling the kidneys to retain water. This causes our urine to look darker than it would normally do. Okay, so while we can't give an exact daily requirement for water intake, we can keep an eye out for signs that perhaps we need to drink more water. The skin, for example, the skin loses water as a function of its role in the regulation of body temperature. So you will obviously lose more water via sweat when hot. The beauty of using the skin as a gauge of how hydrated you are is that it is very visibly evident in the mirror when you are dehydrated. And this is especially the case the morning after the night before when you've had a few alcoholic drinks. 
Your skin will look rough, dry, possibly even flaky. Now, this will be an extreme example, but it illustrates what is happening to the skin on a daily basis, albeit at a slightly less extreme level, when we ignore the body's water consumption needs. The signs of dehydration are also visible in your urine because your urine will be visibly darker. And as we said, this has to do with the brain producing the hormone ADH, which tells the kidneys to retain water. This concentrates the waste products in the urine, hence the dark yellow appearance. When you rehydrate very quickly, you'll see your urine becoming lighter in colour. Literally gallons upon gallons of fluid are washed through the intestines to facilitate digestion of your food and the elimination of waste. When we don't consume enough water, very quickly this ability to process waste is affected. This will result in fewer bowel movements and alter the consistency of the movement. In some cases, this leads to constipation. If you want to stay regular, then drink water. Now, just under two-thirds of your blood is made of liquid, so when we are dehydrated, the volume of our blood falls. This results in a drop in blood pressure, which can lead to being faint, dizzy, feeling weak, and at a risk of falling. Drinking water helps balance the blood pressure. In addition, lots of people struggle with fatigue and a feeling of sluggishness. Surprisingly, in many cases, it's simply due to lack of fluid intake. Water acts in one sense as a fuel for the body and its thousands of chemical reactions and body processes. When we are lacking in water, the body is in a sense running on empty, conserving its vital water supplies for the body's most vital functions. As a result, you lack energy and vigour. It's easy to correct this simply by drinking water. An article published in the British Journal of Nutrition found that dehydration made people feel anxious and depressed. This lack of hydration, linked to lower mood, was reversed when resumption of water resumed. We've also seen levels of water consumption linked to people's body weight. Several studies have successfully shown that appropriate levels of hydration can actually facilitate weight loss. This is because water is calorie-free, it's a natural appetite suppressant, it aids waste removal from the body, and it facilitates the burning of calories and aids exercise. Did you know that dehydration was linked to headaches? Yes. Again, this may be due to the drop in blood pressure arising from lower blood volume. We can reverse this by increasing our water intake. Dehydration can also give rise to cardiac effects. A fast heartbeat and quick breathing may be a sign of severe dehydration. Water loss, again, leads to lower blood volume. This makes the heart have to work harder in order to pump the blood around the body. Getting sufficient quantities of water into your system raises the blood volume and returns your heart rate to normal. Our brain function is also affected whenever we don't get sufficient quantities of water. Your brain is more than 70% water. Whenever we are dehydrated, this affects our alertness, our concentration and our memory. One study showed that even slight dehydration can cause driving mistakes. This included drifting across lanes and a slowed reaction time while braking. 
Another interesting observation is that our ability to detect whether we are truly thirsty or not isn't as finely tuned as we age, which is why it's crucial for those who are of retirement age and above to keep track of their fluid intake. So to sum things up, there is no hard and fast rule specifying exactly how much water you should consume each day because it really depends on so many factors. One suggestion is to toy around with your consumption to see what works best for you. If you find you're spending more time in the toilet than at your desk at work, well, then you're probably overdoing the water intake, so dial it back a little. I used to have an app on my phone that alerted me every hour or so to drink water. Now, at the beginning this was novel, but after a few months it became quite annoying, so I just deleted it. I find that I have a fixed minimum amount of water I make sure I consume, especially if I am exercising during that day. Beyond this, though, I don't overconsume. Did you know it's actually possible to die from consuming too much water? Sadly, there have been several cases in recent years of water intoxication, which is literally overhydration. This is where the brain suffers a fatal disturbance to its functions. This arises from an imbalance in electrolytes like sodium, potassium and calcium. The main thing is to keep things simple and don't obsess about your water intake. Drink often enough throughout the day for clear and pale urine when you're thirsty, drink, and when the weather is warm or you're exercising or you're feeling a little under the weather, it's especially important to maintain your water intake. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Happy Habit Podcast. Until next time, stay happy. Mm-hmm.